all the time wasting no way. Fear not what might not be, but focus on what could be. Own your destiny. Command your future. Know why you are meant to succeed. I want to first start off by thanking everyone for being uh, in this with me, but being patient and seeing that, you know, there, there, you, you saw the first two seasons, so to speak. Season one was a full 10 episodes. Season two, we had a couple of episodes and then took a bit of a break. 2020 was quite an interesting year, but I can guarantee you that we are back in full stride, uh, we being me, in full stride with the Wild Behind You podcast, weekly um, a podcast coming out, different topics. This season is going to be very different. It's going to be dynamic. Had an opportunity to tweak a lot of things from the first two seasons and really look at how I wanted to position and take this podcast moving forward. So one thing that I wanted to do is we've entered a new realm. We've entered a new year. 2021 is finally here. And talk a little bit about where we came from and what we all had to come through. And it really made me think about this. And I dug really deep into the thought processes behind this podcast, but talking about the ability to be more proactive versus being reactive. And actually all the struggles, all of the strife, all of the interesting and intense experiences that I experienced, but also all of those around me and just seeing the things that we experienced in 2020. It was an interesting year. And I think it tested us to levels that we had not been tested before. 2020 was a year that exploited the what if scenario in every possible way. It was a year of not wanting to ever ask that question, what's next, right? Regardless of who we were, who we knew, or what circumstances were present, 2020 felt like the year that something bad was always lurking around the next corner. You know, I, I joke with some friends and I talk about how, you know, 2020 was that year uh, that, let's say, best put it, 2020 was the guy in the bar that said, hold my beer and watch this, right? It, it's, it's like you don't know what is going to happen, but you know it's probably not going to be something that is desired. I mean, it exposed just how fragile many foundations were, including personal relationships, friendships, personal and professional business, and many things of the like. I mean, hell, we had a lot of businesses that were having to furlough workers or cut salaries or slash benefits, and worst of all, even having to close their doors. And you see the long lines of people that are in unemployment or people that are at food banks and just the tough times that we're going through as a society, you know? So to say that it was a tough year is an understatement of the millennium, I feel. I mean, that, that's, that's putting it as light as could possibly be. And up to this point, you know, we've gone through quite a few different changes from, uh, you know, over the years, over the last decade or two decades, and even before that, but just I'm thinking in modern, you know, current times. But up to this point, there's always been a saving grace, an ace in a hole that allowed businesses to prevail and bounce back. But as we're in the middle of a raging pandemic, each day the numbers continue to grow higher. We set new records. And we're in the midst of an already fragile situation left 
that left very little room for error for an aftermath like what we experienced by society shutting down, right? And many people will ask, is that the best thing to do? Did we take the right steps? Were we too aggressive? Were we not aggressive enough? But it really had a significant impact on each and every one of us in our own unique ways and in a lot of similar ways. But it's very hard to plan for a situation like this. No one could have gone into 2020 saying, oh, I know that this is going to be a rough year to levels that we've never experienced. No one could say that. So it's very hard to plan for a situation like this and even harder to envision a clear path to recovery when each passing day seems to provide more challenge than the last day. And something I begin to notice and pay attention to and just observe was the fact that everyday observations, I noticed the idea of people harping on the what if notion. And what I mean by that is, you know, for example, what if I had been more responsible with my finances? Would I have been better equipped to handle something like this? Or what if I had had a different career or job? Would I have been able to sustain these troubling times in a different way? Or you ask, what if I hadn't lived to the extremes that I have? Would I have been able to maintain a safety net that would have softened the financial blow I'm experiencing right now? The very interesting thing is that you cannot go back in time and change or influence the what if scenario. What if is akin to the hindsight is 2020 mindset. There's always greater clarity or more scrutiny placed on the decisions that we made prior to our current situation in time. We can always look back and say, I should have done this. Or I should have thought about that. Or you can always look back and pressure test more than you would have when you're in the thick of what you're going through. But let's face it. No one had a crystal ball that could have predicted any of 2020. And to a lesser degree, the lasting ripple effects of the impact of 2020. But I think one of the things that we all have to ask ourselves is did the 2020 experience cause us to be more reflective on how we approach everyday life? Did you, and I'm speaking specifically to you, and I, I look in the mirror and ask myself this question as well, did you evaluate yourself to understand if your everyday perspective was more proactive or reactive? John C. Maxwell once said, and I quote, if you're proactive, you focus on preparing. If you're reactive, you end up focusing on repairing. How many of us are in the repairing phase? And that's kind of a trick question because every one of us is in a repairing phase to some degree. But the question is, is could that have been lessened with different or better life decisions prior to 2020 or prior to any point or even within 2020? Could we have, looking back, done anything differently to ease the burden and the load that we experienced during the year and even 
as we're coming out of it. I stumbled upon some some research as I was going through my thoughts for the this podcast, and uh, I stumbled upon some research from the Kaleidoscope Group, which discusses the point that the reaction takes into consideration the desired outcome of the interaction, which could be either positive or negative. But a response is engineered to produce a positive or negative outcome. Simply put, reacting is emotional. Responding is emotional intelligence. If we break that down into fragments, reactions are like knee-jerk responses, right? And they're not always predictable, which makes the outcome more unpredictable. But if you think about the art and the idea of responses, they're the exact opposite because they are planned they're more prepared and they're more consistent, which allows you or allots you the opportunity to have a more predictable outcome. So as we think about the context of today's podcast and today's segment, proactive is equal to emotional intelligence. It's strategic, it's methodical, and it's more prepared. If we're reactive, It's more of an emotional response. It's more variable. It's inefficient. It's irregular and oftentimes unprepared. So 2020, again, was a year that exploited the vulnerabilities and weaknesses of our lives and the level of preparedness we had or didn't have. And it's very interesting. I do this on a daily basis, thinking about how I've had the ability to navigate through 2020, navigate through the challenges, feel the blow. Now, let's not get it mixed up. I definitely felt the significant impact of 2020. But it made me think about how to navigate and do things differently. And you can't, again, prepare for 100% of the what-if factor with any level of certainty, but you can also take lessons learned from this trauma, from this experience, and better equip yourself moving forward. Moments like this force many of us to resort to an an ultra-conservative perspective that hinges on the ideas of eliminate all risk at all costs. And it goes without saying, moments like this often incite more fear. And it's natural. It's a natural reaction, natural response. You're fearful of what has happened and the ability for it to happen again or the impact of it to happen again. As the great motivational speaker, uh, Les Brown, once said, and I quote, too many of us are not living our dreams because we are living our fears. But understand, those fears are driven by the risk that we've experienced or been exposed to. Risks are all about calculated projections. Fears are about psychological perception and the psychological perception of those risks. John F. Kennedy said, and I quote, there are risks and costs to action, but there are far less than the long-range risk of comfortable inaction. 
I can sit here and quote all day different quotes. I can think about things through a different um, uh, point of view, look at it through a different lens, share my thoughts and my insights. But the reality of it is 2020 was a very traumatic year for us. But I hope that each and every person that is listening to this podcast and is thinking through these same things every day took what you learned, what you experienced from 2020 and started really getting down to the bare bones foundation of how can I help to shield myself from this happening to the degree it happened again or having the impact or the influence that it did. Fear and risk shouldn't be the mindset that we focus and harp on. Because reality of it is without risk, there can be no progress. And the goal should be to navigate through calculated risk versus the kamikaze approach, which means you're unplanned, you're unprepared. And when it hits you like a ton of bricks, like 2020 did most of most of us, then you're unprepared. And I'm not saying that anything, anything like a 2020 that you will be again, hundred percent prepared for. But think back to the things that I was asking earlier. Financially, did it sting more than it could have? Did you kind of live a life of being overextended on purpose? You know, there are a lot of things that are out of control, out of your control. But as you see all these different statistics and these different numbers and these different uh, strategies of keep X number of months worth of, uh, of your mortgage in the bank, right? And savings, so have a safety net or keep X amount uh, in your savings. There's tons of different things that a lot of us, self-included in varying ways, have taken for granted. And it's making me reevaluate and rethink how to be more methodical and more strategic. But I'm not going to harp on the what-if scenario to the extreme. You just be a little bit more prepared. And you may not be able to have six months worth of mortgage stocked up, but maybe you can have three. Make sure you work towards that. Be a bit more focused on those arenas, all right? If you can, some people will not, and I'm very realistic about that. Some people will not be able to have that luxury. But the focus should be on proper planning, which allows us to have more of a mitigating approach, allows us to mitigate the level of risk we encounter because the proper planning allows us to drive towards a more thoughtful strategy on how we navigate through everything, allowing us to be more proactive instead of reactive. In a Harvard Business Review article written by Roger uh, Martin in 2014 titled The Big Lie of Strategic Planning, he stated, you need to be uncomfortable and apprehensive. The true strategy is about placing bets and making hard choices. The objective is not to eliminate risk, but to increase the odds of success. Each and every day, we are presented with hard choices and difficult decisions. And the question is, is do we have the discipline and the consistency? And I want you to think about those two words because in a future segment, we're going to talk about discipline and consistency. But do you have the discipline and the consistency 
to trust your plan and align every choice to that plan because it's very easy to get derailed. You have a plan financially or you have a plan from a career perspective and you're working towards that plan. But then some shiny new thing kind of dangles in your face and it gets you distracted. And that's okay because distractions are going to happen. But the reality is don't let the distractions derail you. Keep forging forward, keep working towards your plan. And not to say that your plan won't adapt or won't adjust, but keep moving towards that plan. Right? We will never eliminate risk because it's part of the process in everything we do. Taking a new job or position in this day and time could be the greatest decision that kind of halts your career in the mid to long term. Or that company may come back two years from now and decide to eliminate that role. Okay? You don't know, but the key is to make sure that your value and your stock is very solid. And even if they do eliminate that role or if they eliminate that division, they're going to find an opportunity to place you somewhere, keep you somewhere, raise your stock, raise your value. But that's on you. Have a plan. Buying that new house might be the best investment because property values might skyrocket in your area. Or you may run into the situation that real estate values in the area might plummet in the coming years. You don't know, but you don't go into the situation saying, well, I might not buy that or, well, I might not invest in there because it, it might fail. You just don't do that. You don't live that way. 2020 will allow and may have pushed a lot of people into that train of thought and that mentality. Investing in that penny stock portfolio could ultimately yield the growth of an Apple, an Amazon, or a Tesla stock, or could possibly crash hard like the tech stocks when the dot-com bubble burst in 2000. And even those experts during that time, if you read up on it, they said, oh, this is the next best thing. It's the second coming. This won't end. We're going to continue to ride this wave. And they got it wrong. But you didn't know it because in the middle and the thick of things, everything was running great. The reality is risks are inherent and they're an inherent part of our everyday lives. We can't plan either way for the what if scenario with 100% accuracy. Uh, excuse me, accuracy. It's just truly not possible to be able to do that. Leslie Hassler in January, uh, January 1st, actually, of this year, it is January, um, in Entrepreneur Magazine, wrote an article titled, Five Ways to Be More Strategic and Successful in 2021. What was interesting about this article, it was more focused towards businesses rebounding, right? So the article was geared more specifically around those businesses and their focus on designing a comeback plan of action, not reaction, action proactive for the new year for 2021 and moving forward. Leslie made some great points. I don't personally know her, but I mean, I had a great time reading her article and I suggest if you're a business owner or even just an individual person, go and read the article. It's really good. Um, again, it was an entrepreneur magazine, uh, January, this January, um, by Leslie Hassler. But she said that, Situations are, in this situation, are 
this point of topic, the year 2020, thrust business owners from acting with strategic intentions to reacting to curveballs, right? She also stated that most businesses are settling into one of three camps. Either they're thriving, but not trusting the success. They're possibly surviving, but hesitant to make, hesitant to make bold moves. Or they're struggling and feeling battered, bruised, and disillusioned. So let's transition that concept or those concepts from the business mentality and transition that into the individual mentality. So are you as an individual thriving, whether it's personally, professionally, you know, career wise, did you get a promotion? Um, Did you, you know, have, you know, some significant gains in the stock market, whatever it may be, but are you thriving, but not really trusting the success because you're traumatized by the year that we've just gone through the gauntlet we've just experienced. If so, how are you managing this process? That's a question for you. Something for you to really sit down and think about. Are you surviving but hesitant to make bold moves? Because 2020 would be the situation that made a lot of people gunshot. If that's you, are you planning properly in an effort to minimize the risk and maximize your success? Are you taking an ultra-conservative approach? Are you fearful? If so, sit down, think about it, be strategic. You don't have to be the gun-shy person that never makes a move. But if you're calculated and you have proper planning, you're more proactive, you take more ownership of what goal you're working towards, then you could be a bit more progressive and still accomplish the goals that you want to accomplish. And lastly, individually, I think a lot of people fall into this boat. Are you struggling, feeling battered, bruised, and disillusioned? You know, did you lose your job? Did you get demoted? You know, were your hours cut at work? That could be significant and a significant impact to everything that you have going on, to your current way of life. So as you think about those things, what's your plan to overcome the trauma or the setbacks of 2020 so that you're able to succeed to newer heights or different heights in 2021? Remember from a previous segment, fear or fears are frameworks exploiting atypical realities and therefore they're driven by our perceptions from past experiences or potentially our anxieties developed from the anticipation of the what-if scenario or future potential scenarios. Fear creeps in in a lot of different ways. And we talked about that in this previous segment, but it comes back in again, especially after a trauma or a traumatic event such as 2020. Fear, it's expected. But don't let 2020 ingrain the thought or the concept of fear in any aspect of your mental or physical being moving forward. Okay? So as we continue along this talk track and this process around the individual, I'm going to convert the topic even further to another layer deeper of the discussion around this article from Leslie 
and be more specific to the individual. How will you use the lessons learned from 2020 to reinvent your mental and physical self in 2021? How will you define your growth and your success? And this is only questions, or these are only questions that you can answer. But I'm the type of person that, as I think about these things, and I'm not asking you all to do anything or think about anything that I I haven't thought about, because I ask myself these same questions, but I break it down and I get very granular. What is success? It's the accomplishment of an aim or a purpose, right? So as I think about that, that's measured in a lot of different ways. But think about what they said, an aim or a purpose. So now I take it a layer deeper. What is purpose? Well, the reason of which something is done or created or for which purpose it exists or it's one's intentions or objective. Very simply put, before you define your strategy, and you need to be reflective about your entire strategy leading up to this point. But before you can divine, define your strategy, you must first understand your purpose. Last year should have forced each and every one of us to redefine our purpose. When you understand your purpose and you begin to execute on a developed strategy, only then will your path to success be more clearly defined. John F. Kennedy once said, and I quote, efforts and courage are not enough without purpose and direction. To everyone listening here, I think it goes without saying, we have all been put through a very challenging time over the last 12 months. I think that we have all experienced and we've all reacted and responded in very different ways. But to say that anyone has walked through the gauntlet of 2020 and not experienced some challenge, some strain, some hardship, some pressure, or what have you, would be a misfire. But one thing that I can say is each and every one of you, and myself included, we're standing here today in 2021, made it through the fire, made it through the smoke, we made it through all the flames, and you're still standing. So take the opportunity to reevaluate yourself, reevaluate your purpose, reevaluate your goals. Identify and enhance your purpose and continue to push forward. Reinvent yourself. This is a greater opportunity than any ever to do that. Focus on where you can do things that you have wanted to do or focus on those things that you want to continue doing but enhance them and and make them even more robust. But ultimately, at the end of the day, don't be the person that's sitting back and reacting to a situation once it's already unfolded. Take the opportunity to be proactive to be progressive, to be intentional, be purposeful, 
about how you plan to do things differently with a fresh start after coming through such a challenging time. This new year, this new start, this new opportunity allows for an opportunity for a new and reinvigorated you. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of The Why Behind You. I hope you were able to gain additional insight and perspective from this week's discussion. If you felt this topic was a benefit to you, please hit subscribe to this podcast and share this message with others that may benefit as well. Please feel free to email me your comments and suggestions at you at the whybehindyou.org. I hope you have a great rest of your day and week, and I look forward to seeing you on next week's episode of The Why Behind You.